Traveling for college hoops this year? Pro tip, stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball just like us. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni, nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in the best college towns, and get this, you can save up to 30% off with code Doug. That's my name, Doug. Good at any Graduate Hotel location, anytime up to 30% off. So, here's what you do. Book your stays at graduatehotels.com. That's graduatehotels.com. VR training platforms, like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International, are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Justin Fields may have just opened the door for Caleb Williams to go to Chicago. Welcome in. It is a Wednesday. You're halfway there. This is also the day, Aaron, on the holiday week where you're like, wait, is it Tuesday today? What day is it? We didn't have to work on Monday. So it's so it's a Wednesday. So we will be here to allow you to remember that it's a Wednesday and it's not a Tuesday. It's not a Thursday. We are smack dab in the middle of the work week. Yeah, you know, some people just have a holiday nonstop. I went to the post office right before I came here to uh, drop off some packages. They weren't open. They weren't open on Monday because it was a holiday, but they weren't open today. I was furious. We'll save that for hour five. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> Maybe yeah. we'll do a special pod on it. Yes. Post office decorum. You don't just you get every holiday. You don't need to take off middle days in the middle of the week. And can I get a sign on the door if nobody's going to be there on, like, I was going to say a Tuesday, but see, that's to your point. I was going to yes. say a Tuesday at 10 a.m., but it was actually a Wednesday at 10 a.m. It is Wednesday, and we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Danny G is here. Lorena and Mary handling the technical stuff. Monty Bolaños at the news desk. She'll have a game for us in about 45 minutes. It's Wednesday. Better or worse is the game today, so we can't wait to dive into that. We're going to dive into some audio because Justin Fields now maybe has opened the door, allowing the Chicago Bears to make a decision. And this was news that ended up, I guess, circulating around Monday on President's Day. Albert Breer of the MMQB had mentioned that the Bears will likely have their plan on how they're going to move forward with their quarterback position at the combine next week because you're going to have conversations with teams and you want to kind of know what your plan is. I I don't know if that's my way of going about it, but it's also how they went about it last year. And soon after the combine, they ended up striking a deal with the Carolina Panthers where Carolina moved up and then took Bryce Young number one and the Bears ended up dropping back in the draft and then made some other moves. But that's how it all played out last 
late February and early March for the Chicago Bears. So for them to say, we're going to have our plan set like we did last year would make me think history is going to repeat itself. But now it sounds like maybe Justin Fields is reading some of the tea leaves and that he may be getting ready for his way out of Chicago as he'd made comments today on a pod over the I shouldn't say today. The podcast was released today, but he made comments to the uh, St. Brown Bros podcast um, on Russ St. Brown, Lions wide receiver. Uh, We all know uh, how great of a receiver he is, but he and his brother have a podcast. Justin Fields was on that. We'll hear from that in a second. But if Justin Fields is now unfollowing the Chicago Bears on Instagram and staying away from any football comment on Instagram, to me, that's a pretty strong sign that maybe his future isn't in Chicago anymore. Uh, yeah, I don't know that I agree. Ooh, um, you think he just doesn't like the Bears content? What? Doesn't like <laughs> yeah, what, the, what they, doesn't like what their media yeah, department is doing? Too, too many graphics, not enough reels on Instagram these days out of the Bears' main account. No, I mean, listen, I, I think, and I know we'll hear exactly his exact words, but I do think if you are in a negative light, the focus of a lot of attention um, you know, you have the LeBron James zero dark 30. I don't log on at all option, but maybe you want to go on Instagram. Maybe you want to go on TikTok and, and get a cooking recipe. Maybe you want to see a cute dog, Not, but you don't want to see everybody talking about how unwanted you are in a specific place. And so, you know, it's the weird thing. He's not a free agent. Um, it's not his choice whether he comes back or not. And while I don't think there's much of a debate it seems as though there is some thought of there is at least the remote possibility that he is back. So it's the weird thing where you're not really wanted, but you haven't really been told that you're leaving and the guy that you know is going to replace you isn't officially there yet. So, yeah, when I log on Instagram to look at cute puppies and, and, and uh, you know, enchilada recipes, I don't need everybody telling me how terrible I am at my job. You don't have to look at the comments. You just have to look at the pictures that say, sure. what uniforms are we wearing? Which, by the way, was the most recent Bears Okay, post. I was going to say, yeah. Which uniforms are you rocking with? But Justin <laughs> Fields is like, I don't want to see with that With a big crap. X through Justin I, Fields' <laughs> face, yeah. I don't want to see those pumpkin uniforms either, but it was the third <laughs> slide. So you just don't go as far in it. That's the sort of content. If it was Twitter. Sure. If it was that toxic cesspool uh, find Aaron, by the way, on X at Aaron underscore Torres. You can hit me up at Dan Byer on Fox. I would understand it more. Team run Instagram pages are usually pretty tame. Sure, you're right. And that's why I think that it's saying something. But don't take my word for it, from it for it. Don't take Aaron Torres's. Let's take Justin Fields' word on why he unfollowed the Bears. Why do people take social media so serious? Like, <laughs> but like why, why are you not following the Bears? This and that. Like, I still mess with the Bears. This and that. I'm just trying to take a little break. I unfollow the Bears and the NFL, bro. I'm not just trying to have football on my timeline. Like, mm. I know y'all mess with a girl, EQ, especially you. Just because you don't follow the girl on IG don't mean you're not messing with them. Oh, first of all, just putting Equinemia St. Brown's personal stuff out there just <laughs> like that. Okay. His teammates. In Chicago, so there's got to be a little little uh, rapport there. Let's hear a little more from Justin Fields. Want to stay in Chicago or what's up? Yeah, of course. Of course I want to stay. Um, to be honest, bro, I'll be trying to like, with all the talk, you know, it's, it's hard to, I guess, kind of just boom, be in one place. But I can't see myself playing in another place. But I know how that league is. Like, if it was up to me, I would want to stay in Chicago. I love the city. The city's lit. The, the fans there, they're great. 
But um, it's a business. I ain't got no control over it. So whatever happens, happens. But I feel like the biggest thing with all this going on right now, I just want it to be over. Like, just let me know if I'm getting traded. Let me know if I'm staying. That last part, I just want it to be over. I think that's the answer right there. Yeah, yeah. And I and I think that he kind of sees what's happening and probably hears what's happening. I do find it interesting that Justin Fields is still following Anthony Richardson. He's still following uh, Ohio State Barstool. He's still following. Like, you're not getting away from football just because you unfollow the NFL and the Chicago Bears. What I'll say is I do find the trend of in the middle of contract disputes unfollowing. I find that annoying. Like, uh, Kyler Murray is in negotiations with the Arizona Cardinals. He unfollowed the Cardinals. What does it mean? It means nothing. They're going to pay him a crap ton of money. It's just to get from their crap ton of money number to his crap ton of money number. We got to get somewhere in the middle. This, I do feel like, is different. I, I just, Dan, I, you know, I, I don't know uh, a lot about your your background outside of Fox Sports. Like, but I have been in places. I'm a mystery man. I know. Listen, <laughs> I don't know, you know, whatever. I have been in places where you know that whether you're good at your job or not, you're not going to be there very much longer. And so I have, so I wouldn't want to log on to social media every single day and see reminders of the place that I am not really wanted. And that's not by the fans. That's by the people that are in charge. So I, I actually do like, I, I, I do understand and I do sympathize. Like, you know, I'll just, as an example, I was traveling this past weekend. I was with family. One of my family members was, is having trouble in their work environment right now. And they literally said, it's so nice to get away from work. And so in this case, that is a reminder. Every time he logs on and he sees that the uh, the Chicago Bears have made some coaching staff additions on Instagram, that's the number two post right now, it's a reminder of a place where he isn't wanted. And I think he's just trying to focus on what's next. Is it Chicago? Is it somewhere else? And he just doesn't need a reminder. But I think that is part of it because I think that's the answer. If the Bears have a decision next week to, to make, and part of that decision, as you said, it could go in multiple ways. They could keep Justin Fields. They could trade the pick and end up getting still one of the top three picks if they only move down a spot or two. They could do it. They did last year and move completely out of that top three. You know, end up having a pick in the you know in seven, eight, nine range. Whatever, whatever the case may be. But it seems like by him unfollowing them, that one of those options is off the board, and maybe even two of those, and that's just a return to Chicago. But and why I, though? Because, I mean, like, Kyler Murray unfollowed the Cardinals and then something got done and then he's still a member of the Arizona Cardinals. You but know? Kyler Murray's was unique in the fact of he was eligible for a contract extension and five minutes later he started to unfollow them. Like, it was it was after his third year. Like, they were, they were going to exercise the option and he all of a sudden wants out. You have this action and then you have the Bears – reportedly having made their decision and will have their decision by next week, I, I think Justin Fields knows something. Or if he hasn't been spoken to, he sure can feel it. Sure. And that's the case of, of why he did it. I've muted people on Twitter. that They have no Sorry. idea. I you tweet know. too much about everything. I apologize. <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. It was only when you were ripping on the Bucks. That was the only time. That, I, did have a, Bucks, I did have SOB. a spell. Yeah. 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 That was the only time. No, the, the fact is, is he follows 777 people on Instagram. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Mixing all the ads, 
The likelihood that you're going to see you're gonna, all the recipes on ways to make you know chicken cutlets or sure. the ways to make Nashville hot chicken sandwiches, you mix in that, you're not going to be inundated with bears Bear. and NFL stuff. Yeah, He knows, and he, it may not have been said to him, but whatever hasn't been said to him, he knows. And I think that's why it's the sign of like, all right, he understands. It's time to move on. He had said in the comment, he said, you know, to the St. Bro, bro, St. Brown bros that, you know, I'd love to stay in Chicago. That's the stuff that you say when you're also on your way out in Chicago. And I do believe him that I think that he would like to stay in Chicago. It's just likely not in the cards. And so I think you could take in all of these options that the Bears have. Justin Fields returning next season, I think, is now likely off the shelf because of what Justin Fields did social media. It may seem petty, you but really I think that, that he knows. So, like, if if they were really torn, and again, let, let's say the Las Vegas Raiders, what do they have, like the 7th, 8th pick? Let's ask Danny G, where do the Raiders pick in the end? 13th. 13th, okay. okay. Mark Davis calls up, had a wild night out in Vegas, and he says, Chicago, 10 first-round picks for the first pick in the draft, okay? <laughs> hey. um, I bring it up because... I don't even know they, that's legal. I don't think that's legal. But anyway, to your point. Do we do point. pick swaps in the NFL? I don't know how that works. I know in the NBA you do. You have to do pick you swaps. You can only trade know. so far ahead. Okay. So, like, then Justin Fe- then you're out of position. So it's not like you're trading down one pick to Washington and you're still going to take a quarterback. You're pretty much out of position to probably realistically get one of the elite quarterback prospects, et cetera. So you would bring Justin Fields back. I don't think unfollowing them has any – I don't think it has anything to do with the Bears' decision – I just think he knows what the decision is. I think the Bears know what the decision is. But I do I do think if there was some, you know, godfather offer to get them out of the top five, I, I think know, he's back. I know exactly what you're saying. I, I and 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 it's the reason on why I actually think that the Bears are crazy to have their mind made up at the combine for what they're gonna end up ultimately doing at the end of April. But in trying to read between the lines and why they have and why they did it last year and why they did it this year. I think in the end, the Bears will trade down a spot to Washington. I think that is that is going to be the case because they're still going to be able to get the boatload of picks because of how much Caleb Williams and that name means to any team in the NFL, specifically Washington with a hire of Kingsbury. I think they're trying to make up as well for the hiring of Dan Quinn. Not that Dan Quinn is not a good hire, and Dan Quinn may win more games than any of the new head coaches in the, in the National Football League. It was just a hire that wasn't – Splashy. Sure. They got they got dissed by Ben Johnson. How do you save face? You bring in the darling generational quarterback in the draft, and sure. that's where I think that that's and and that's my bias, Aaron. Is that's what I think Chicago's going to do? I think ultimately Washington will have the first overall pick in the draft, and so that this adds to my arsenal of information to do so. But I also just think if the Bears are making their decision by next week on how they're going to move forward, and this happens seven days in advance of that. It's just much more than coincidence to me. But I get everything you're saying. You would think keep all your options open. Maybe you well, have no, a. I'm just saying I don't think just deal. Unless I'm misinterpreting what you're saying, I'm understanding what you're saying to mean that this is feeding in. Like, like even if the decision was fifty fifty, it now becomes a hundred zero because he has unfollowed them, and that part I don't agree with. That's the only point I'm trying to make. You think that there are roads back. I don't think it's likely because I think they probably believe that any of those first three quarterbacks are a better option long term. I'm just saying, again, I use the Raiders specifically as an example because 
at that spot, maybe you can't get the franchise quarterback. And it's like the idea that you wouldn't keep Justin Fields because he unfollowed you doesn't make sense to me. Now, if you just don't think he's good enough, that's a different conversation. I don't think the unfollowing has anything to do with it. I'm not saying the Bears wouldn't bring Justin Fields back because he unfollowed them. Okay, okay. okay. That. I'm saying Justin Fields knows what the Bears are going oh, to do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. because of what they're going to do gives him no reason to continue to follow them. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That's what, I, that's what I'm trying to say. The message of if the Bears have made up their mind, they likely in some way, and it may be no communication at all with Justin Fields and his agent. Maybe they're just not talking to him. Sure. But if you're not talking to him about your plans and how you're going to move forward, you kind of know. You know, like when you haven't heard anything for a while, that's what I think that this is set up to be. If we're playing connect the dots, that's how I'm trying to connect the dots. And again, my final dot is the Bears trading that pick to Washington and just doing a one-two flip, getting a boatload and still being able to draft a quarterback that you feel will be yours for the, you know, how many next generations. It's risky considering their quarterback history. All of this is very risky with the Bears, but that's the one where I almost think that they can have their cake and eat it too. Get all the picks you want, but still get a franchise quarterback that you feel is, you know, they, they must feel Drake May or Jaden Daniels is better than, uh, you know, what Justin Fields has. And you're going to have three more years, four more years of, of that quarterback than being on a rookie contract. Yeah. We got, I will say, unrelated to necessarily Justin Fields. Not a conversation for today, but I think the Caleb Williams to Washington thing is fascinating. New ownership, new era, willing to spend. Caleb Williams is from the D.C. area. I think if that happens, it's going to be a really cool story, but obviously that has little to do with Justin Fields. They're gonna, they could move up for one spot, and the Bears could get almost everything that they wanted, and it would be worth it to Washington. Everything they wanted, just what extra picks plus yeah, the quarterback. Yeah, of the like future? like normally moving up one spot, but because it's the number one pick, because it's Caleb Williams, because of what they have done previously, like the price that Washington has to pay to Chicago continues to go up, and I just think Washington pays that price yeah, because it's so important to them. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Byer. It is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Our NFL insider Adam Kaplan will join us coming up uh, in about an hour from now. We'll ask him about social media gate when it comes to Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears. Plus, can you imagine life with the Kansas City Chiefs not winning a Super Bowl? Yeah, yeah. As crazy as it seems, it may be more realistic than you'd think. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Byer. That's next year on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, we're Cavino and Rich. Fox Sports Radio every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing. We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two-hour show, we never get to everything. Honestly, because this guy oh, is overpromising things we never Never have time for yeah you blubber lips blaming me well you know what it's called overpromise you should be good at it because you've been overpromising women for years well it's a Cavino and rich after show and we want you to be a part of it we're going to be talking sports of course but we're also going to talk life and relationships and if rich and i are arguing about something or we didn't have enough time it will continue on our after show called overpromised well if you don't get enough Cavino and rich make sure you check out overpromised and also uncensored by the way so maybe we'll go at it even a little harder it's going to be the best after show podcast podcast of all time there you go over promising and remember you could see it on youtube but definitely join us listen to over promised with cavino and rich on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts
Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Traveling to watch college hoops during this year's tournament? You have to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball, just like us. Each hotel has a unique look inspired by the local team and its traditions. And as a sports fan, you'll really get Graduate Hotels and all their cool, specific design details. Chapel Hill, Bloomington, East Lansing stores. They're in the hometown of some of college basketball's most iconic programs. And the hotels bring you into that story with every visit. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate has over 30 hotels, coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest. So odds are there's one where you're going, especially for big games and the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate's locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book... Get up to 30% off of your stay with the code Doug. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stays at graduatehotels.com. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Uh, it's, already, it's already started, Aaron Torres. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Byer. It's the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. We haven't even started the topic. And Brendan Wolf tweets in, as long as the NFL referees help Kansas City, they're always going to be in contention <laughs> to win the Super Bowl. It does not end. Listen, uh, let me say this. I so, love it. So I know we're going to talk about UConn here in potentially just a few minutes. But yes. I am a UConn fan and alum. They got destroyed last night. And anytime I said anything nice about Creighton, it was like, oh, yeah, I mean, of course, if the refs were. And it's like. Creighton made 14 three-pointers. How about you defend the perimeter? And I don't care. You haven't lost in, in 2024. I can't be mad at you. But the fan that it's always the ref's fault, no matter what, it's like UConn got their butt kicked, and Dan Hurley said as much afterwards. Stop blaming the refs. And it's the same with Mahomes, and it's the same <laughs> with the Chiefs. <laughs> oh, I just love it. I love Brendan's tweet. Uh, by the way, I don't care either way, but this is the scenario that we're talking about, all right? So much has been made about the Chiefs in this this dynasty. I almost called it a mini dynasty, but in, in reality, it, it is a, a dynasty. And what could be on the horizon for the Kansas City Chiefs? But I feel that is only one-sided. That it is only a one-sided daydream. What if, what if we went the other way, Aaron Torres? What about if the Chiefs don't win another Super Bowl from here on out? <laughs> 
Is that a disappointment for the Kansas City Chiefs? You've just won your third Super Bowl in five years, appeared in your fourth Super Bowl in five years. If the well just went dry, which, by the way, is not as shocking as it may seem on the surface considering their recent success. But if it just went dry and nothing else happened, how would we then look at the Kansas City Chiefs? I mean, yeah, we have to give the caveats that Andy Reid's around at least a few more years and that Mahomes has a, you know, the the career that is kind of expected now, which is that a quarterback can play till 40. I think it'd be a disappointment. Now, what I will say, I do think that we have, we've just essentially just like default, we've just given away the next decade to the Kansas City Chiefs. I am curious post Andy Reid, what it will look like. Because like, even when, you know, people talk about like, oh, Josh Allen, like, uh, you know, he never beats Mahomes. It's like, well, they're in every game. And Mahomes has one of the great play callers in the history of the sport, pulling the strings behind the scenes. While Josh Allen has had what, three offensive coordinators and, you know, in the last four or five years, whatever. So, if it's zero, it's going to be a disappointment. But I don't think, you know, Andy Reid's in his mid to late 60s now. He's not going on forever. I think that is where it gets interesting. How much of the percentage of success is Andy Reid related? They're, they're going to have to make some decisions. And there's going to – and I would expect it in this draft. I don't know how deep the tight end pool is for this draft, but you have to find a replacement for Travis Kelsey. Sure. And sooner rather than later, they probably should have done it already in trying to find someone to to take that spot. His number's down this year, and when they needed him the most, he was there for them. They're huge in the playoffs, in the Super Bowl as well. But in reality, moving forward, Travis Kelsey is not going to play another 10 years in the National Football League. Heck, he was asked if he was even going to play next year in the National Football League. Yep. So so there's his his career and, and really his effectiveness of being Travis Kelsey, it's in the latter part of his career than it would be in the in the former part. But I it, it is crazy to think that if the Chiefs just did this, you then would have Patrick Mahomes having one of the greatest careers. But I agree agree with you in the sense of considering where things are in the NFL right now, the NFC really seems to be a one or two team conference and with the AFC kind of beating up on themselves and who knows what the Chiefs just seem to be the team that has figured it out even when things aren't going well they've got a way to beat you which would be such a surprise so if they don't win one if they don't win another one and Patrick Mahomes only stays at three when he was on a trajectory to maybe be the greatest quarterback of all time because right now the trajectory is that way if we're following through on what he's done it would absolutely be a disappointment we don't we don't talk about that stuff but I feel like I don't feel it's any different than Dan Marino going to the Super Bowl you know in his second year and losing Super Bowl 19 in the 49ers and then never coming back you just always assumed there's a lot that can happen in a National Football League season Mahomes has stayed injury free for the most part you know sure. Sands a couple of a minor injuries here or there but Tom Brady lost a, a season to an injury. Like, this stuff does happen, and not that you wish that on someone. It's the nature of the National Football League. Well, and, I mean, it goes without saying is that, and it, it's cliche, but it's true, is that, I mean, the reason that so many people doubted that team over the last couple of years is because of Mahomes' salary, you lost Tyreek Hill. Coaching staff turnover with enemy, right? 
And so, and then, oh, by the way, you have a young Justin Herbert, a young Joe Burrow, a young Trevor Lawrence, a young now C.J. Stroud who wasn't in the equation before. And so, yes, a young Josh Allen. And so, yes, in theory, like, stuff happened that, you know, made those teams kind of moot this year. Uh, Justin Herbert didn't have the right coach. Josh Allen, or uh, excuse me, uh, Joe Burrow gets hurt, uh, whatever. But they're not all going to be down the way that they were this year. And by the way, this is sort of unrelated, but this is why I thought this year was so important for Lamar Jackson was Joe Burrow's hurt. The Chiefs aren't as strong as they once were. Trevor Lawrence is not Mm -hmm. really whatever. And so I thought this was the year Lamar had to break through. He doesn't, blah, 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 blah. But I also think to your point, I do think we are defaulting to uh, because they've won three, it it, it has been easy. It has been anything, but obviously there's a lot of different things that could have gone another way where – any of the three don't necessarily shake out the way they do, and certainly this past one these last few weeks. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Byer. Danny G is here. We're going to get into the Patrick Mahomes rules and a little bit later on in the program, uh, set by one Antonio Pierce. Uh, Lorena and Mary handling everything technical-wise, and Monty Bolaños is at the news desk. She's got the latest for us as we are live from the TireRack.com studios. What's going on, Monty? Hi, guys. Happy Wednesday. It Happy is hump day. It Camel is hum- day. Yes, this is true. Dan, I got to ask. Yes. Did we... Did we finish the Rubik's Cube? Oh, no. I gotta ask. Uh, no. 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 I I, I told Monty the other night I was I stayed up and I I ended up staying up to twenty to two trying to figure figure it out. Just ninety minutes completely wasted. I, I, I get I get close and I just can't figure out the final steps. There are two types of people in life. Those that can do a Rubik's Cube in like under 30 seconds, (laughs) and those that can't do it at all. That can't do it. I told him, I was like, it's a part of my brain that is not functioning. I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. You know how like you get older and you're just like, yeah, I just, I guess I'll never bungee jump. Okay, I'm good with it. It's like, yeah, I'll never solve the Rubik's Cube. Okay, I'm cool. I can go, I can go underground with six feet of dirt on me without having the Rubik's Cube we have has got the colors on the squares and then there's like a protective plastic film that 70% of them are peeling off because Perfect. I just yes. cannot stop with this thing. It is nonstop. <laughs> but the day that it happens will be... Uh, it, Take it, a picture. Yes. Frame it. Oh, absolutely. It's going on Instagram, <laughs> yeah, TikTok, sure. the whole deal. The whole part. Okay, Justin good, good. Fields will not see it, unfortunately, but that's neither here. <laughs> <laughs> well, he right. follows everybody else. He can follow me yeah. and just not follow the Bears. Yeah, that's true. That's true. A little NFL news for you fellas. Miami Herald reporting that left tackle Teron Armstead of the Dolphins is expected to be back for the 2024 season. The New York Post reporting that the Giants are considering placing the franchise tag on safety Xavier McKinney if they can't reach an agreement on the their deadline by March 5th. Now, the NFL Players Association published a list of draft-eligible players and their agents. It does not include former USC quarterback Caleb Williams. Pro Football Talk confirmed that Williams has not hired an agent and does not plan to do so as he enters the NFL. Charlie Woods, the son of 15-time major winner Tiger Woods, will compete in a pre-qualifier event as he bids to secure a place in the PGA Tour's Cognizant Classic next week in Florida. And in Major League Baseball, veteran first baseman Eric Hosmer announced his retirement after 13 seasons in the big leagues. Wow. I know. But, I mean, he could check it all off. You know, World Series winner, Gold Glove yeah. winner. Yeah. Like, he's good. I know it didn't work out in San Diego, but right. you're a legend in Kansas City. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Well, like I also saw, during the announcement, he also took the time to announce that he is the first of, or I should say not the first, 
He is one of thousands of former athletes that has now started his own podcast company. No, so you don't be- say. Best of luck to him. That's a v- I, I'm not saying people should. <laughs> I'm not going to be the guy that's like, oh, I'm a media guy and you're not allowed in my lane. But I was telling Dan, it's like, do we need one more athlete-driven podcast? I think we've kind of hit the quota. You know, though, I appreciate that he's not playing anymore. That's true. So that is true. that the ones that are still playing and then have a podcast, I'm like, y'all, you you did not perform last night. Get off your podcast. That's true. Well, they got to you know find something to do. Exactly. There's only, there's exactly. only so many times you could go to Home Depot. That's <laughs> Home that's Depot. a real yes. As a retired athlete, yeah, yes, yes. No, yes. Okay. All right, I guess I'll go to Home Depot again. <laughs> Uh, thanks, Monty. She'll be with us uh, in a game or with a game in about ten minutes or so. Yeah, tough one for UConn last night. Uh, not the only team to lose in college basketball, but when number one goes down, it is a story. You know, last last season. Correct me if I'm wrong, but UConn hit a bit of a slide in January and used that as motivation. Is uh, last night just a one-off? You go into a tough environment. I don't want to say midweek because it was Tuesday, but you know, road game at Creighton never easy. Well, it's it's interesting. Two things. One, it's especially interesting because of the way they beat Marquette on Saturday. First Saturday without, you know, first weekend without any football. Perfect. Letdown game. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. but but it was like people were starting to pay attention to college hoops. Number one team. Okay, how good are they? Number four team comes to town. You beat them by 28 points. It's literally the biggest win ever uh, by one top five team over another in league play. So then you have that. Now, uh, you have that being last night. Now, on the one hand, I do think it was kind of a one-off deal, um, you know, as I, I think I've referenced it on air, but but Marquette, or, uh, Creighton made 14 three-pointers. They're a good three-point shooting team, but they do not hit 50% on the season uh, when they're taking 28 attempts, and that's exactly what happened last night. But your point is interesting, is that last year, UConn's uh, Big East schedule was front-loaded with tough road games, they struggled out of the gate on the road. This year, their final three road games are against maybe the three best teams in the league besides them. Creighton last night, they still have at Providence, at Marquette. So I only bring it up to very simply say is that I think we're going to find out over these next couple weeks. They're fine. They're one of the two or three best teams in the country. But you still have a couple tough road tests, and and maybe that'll be a little bit of a a litmus test here over these next few weeks. Yeah, they are the best team in the country. They won't be in the next week's rankings, but they are. They have the best roster. Yeah, they are. You hate Purdue as much as I do? No, I'm kidding. kidding. (laughs) No, but it it also is the fact of, and and you mentioned the schedule, and again, it's remembering what day, to play on a Saturday and then go play on a Tuesday on the road after such a big win in what is a big game for the home team is let down city. It just is. It it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's the National Football League winning a big game on Monday night and then having to go on the road on Sunday usually is a recipe for disaster. College basketball, you only have Sunday – you only have Sunday to enjoy it. You likely travel on Monday and you go play on Tuesday night in a gym that's been waiting for that game for how long? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, you know, not to get super nerdy in the weeds, but Let's that is, it, well, it's a great, they play in an, essentially an NBA arena. I think they had 17,000 fans there last night. And so I guess in college basketball, it doesn't really matter. You know, there's some great 6,000 seat venues, 8,000 seat venues, whatever, but they were walking into uh, a lion's den there last night. And, and obviously, look, it, it was their biggest game ever. Creighton, not their biggest game ever, but Creighton had never beat a number one ranked team. You knew it was a big deal. Um, so in the big picture, uh, no, I am not worried that UConn is the number one team in the country. Lost. Uh, everything is still in front of them. Uh, again, not to nerd out too no. much. No, 
Go ahead. Go but ahead. What, what is interesting that did happen last night is Iowa beat Michigan State, and people are like, Ooh. who cares? You know, two unranked teams, and the Iowa team we're talking about does not have Caitlin Clark. That's but true. but uh, as we hit the stretch run, and you're watching Bracketology and you're seeing what happened, uh, last night on ESPN, the West Coast Conference game that you had to see was San Francisco against St. Mary's. Like, we're, like, And I'm not sure. saying that Gonzaga doesn't matter, but Gonzaga's sitting there on the bubble right now. Michigan State, not even on the bubble. They're going to need some work. You've got two teams, two schools, that have the longest, two of the top five longest streaks we've ever seen in college basketball for consecutive tournaments made. Kansas is number one at 33 right now, but Michigan State has made 25 straight NCAA tournaments. Gonzaga has made 24. As we hit this stretch run, their play and what those schools do, um, those streaks could be on the line. So, that, the, yeah, th- that is interesting. I mean, you know, I, I think both are interesting for their own unique perspectives. Uh, Michigan State, it's weird. They were like preseason top five, top ten. They just can't get anything going. It's one step forward, two steps back. Gonzaga, listen, again, since since you've given me permission to nerd out, uh, the talent level hasn't been the same since their lead assistant, Tommy Lloyd, left to take the Arizona job. Um, and I think, you know, Mark Few, it used to be these romantic, oh, he doesn't like to recruit. He just fishes all summer, and his his quality of life is the best of any coach in college basketball. It's like I think we're seeing the byproduct of that. It's, it's great to fish when you're going 33-2 and two every year, but now you might miss the tournament. Well, I think you're going to start to hear, too, with Izzo, and if Michigan State doesn't make the tournament, of how long does he want to do this yes. anymore? You know, like, so you talk about end of an, you know, ending of an era. We had Jim Beheim, you know, seemingly – kind of being forced out at the end of last year. And you're looking at the coaches who are still around, and Izzo is obviously one of them. But, uh, you know, he hasn't seemed to, you know, love the new world of college basketball and and how much you can turn it around and, and fix it in this sort of environment. Yeah, I'm not I'm not so sure. Usually you would be motivated by, all right, if we're not going to make the tournament, I at least want to come back and do it the next year. But you do have to wonder on how much the new world of college athletics weighs on these sort of decisions because it has for other coaches. Well, remember, uh, the year the tournament was canceled because of COVID, they were probably going to be a number one seed. Since then, they did make the Sweet 16 last year, but 2021, they lose in the first four. 2022, they lose in the round of 32, so one, one win, and then they lose to Duke. And so they might miss the tournament this year. They might make it, but they're probably not going to do very much damage. I mean, this is really about a five, six-year track record of we're there – but we're not really where we were. And I think that's part of it, too, is some of these coaches, their competitors. I, I remember when Roy Williams retired, even Nick Saban said it, like, I don't feel like I'm living up to my end of the bargain. You wonder if Tom, Tom Izzo gets to that point. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Byer. It makes Kansas's streak uh, even crazier. Uh, 89, I think they were on probation after winning the national championship. And so then the streak started again in 1990 and haven't missed a tournament since. Hit Aaron up at Aaron underscore Torres. You can find me at Dan Byer on Fox. When it comes to the NBA, yeah, what's better or worse? We'll discuss next year live from the TireRack.com studios on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. 
With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Traveling to watch college hoops during this year's tournament? You have to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball, just like us. Each hotel has a unique look inspired by the local team and its traditions. And as a sports fan, you'll really get Graduate Hotels and all their cool, specific design details. Chapel Hill, Bloomington, East Lansing stores. They're in the hometown of some of college basketball's most iconic programs. And the hotels bring you into that story with every visit. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate has over 30 hotels, coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest. So odds are there's one where you're going, especially for big games and the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate's locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book... Get up to 30% off of your stay with the code Doug. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stays at graduatehotels.com. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio on a Wednesday. We're going to keep reminding you it is Wednesday. I'm Dan Beyer. He's Aaron Torres. Danny G, our executive producer, hanging out. Lorena and Mary have all the technical stuff. And, of course, Monty is at the news desk again, live from the TireRack.com studios. Getting ready for another uh, busy night of college basketball. Then the NBA picks up uh, tomorrow with the – it's not even the second half of the season. It's like the final third of the season, the home stretch. Uh, but NBA action resuming on Thursday. All right, we're all together. Hit up Aaron at Aaron underscore Torres. You can find me at Dan Byer on Fox. Let's play a game. This is game time. It's game time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. Find her on a variety of social media platforms at Monty Bolaños. What do you got today, Monty? Again, I only know what day it is thanks to these games. What are we playing, gals? For better or worse. We just played on Wednesdays. Okay, fellas, you're going to tell me what's better, what's worse. Go ahead. All right, let's go. For better or for worse, winning the NBA in-season tournament or winning the MVP of the All-Star game? I am going to say, I'm going to say winning the mid-season tournament is worse. Is worse. As the Lakers have proven that it means nothing. Absolutely nothing. At least if you win the All-Star game and you hear it. As a player, you have played to a level that is high enough to put you into the game 
and for as bad as the game may be, you're still amongst a group of elites. The in-season tournament sure seems like something that the fans didn't care about, and maybe some of the players didn't care as much about. So I think it's much worse to win the mid-season tournament than it would be to win the All-Star Game MVP. Add-on? See, when you propose that, I almost got like the jeopardy. I have to respond with what is. <laughs> what is things only LeBron James cares about? The in-season tournament, and he's playing in the All-Star Game when he's hurt. Yeah. Uh, I will go with... I'll probably go with All-Star Game MVP, too, because to Dan's point, you still got to be one of the 24 or so best players on the planet to be there. All right. Even yeah. if once you get there, nobody really cares. Okay. Moving on, fellas. For better or for worse, the start of Tom Brady's career or the start of Patrick Mahomes' career? To me, it's, to me, it's almost a no-brainer. Remember, Brady, second year as a starter, missed the playoffs. So, Mahomes, what is it? Five years as a starter, five AFC Championship games, or is it six now? It's, it's six, right? I, yeah. yeah I think just assume it. They lost Every to the uh, Patriots. Yeah. They lost yeah. to the Patriots. They lost to the Bucks. They, they lost to the Bucks in the Super Bowl, and then they lost to the Bengals. So, to me, it's almost a no-brainer. I will say Mahomes. Mahomes. Yeah, Mahomes' Damn. start of his career is way better than Tom Brady's. All right. Absolutely. All right. The maybe. ending... TBD. TBD. Moving on. All right. For better or for worse, former Washington quarterback Michael Penix Jr. or former Oregon quarterback Bo Nix? Both 23. <laughs> I think Penix is better than Bo Nix or will be in the National Football League. Interesting. I, I will say Bo Nix just because Michael Penix's injury history is not great. And he really, there's like a pretty big correlation between Awesome with Kalen DeBoer, not awesome with everybody else. So that remains. There, the there's a lot of hubbub around the Pacific Northwest with Ryan Grubb being the Seahawks' new offensive coordinator. Not that the Seahawks would take Penix at 16, some if put him there, but even of the Seahawks trading back, oh. and if Penix is still available, maybe taking him in that spot. That was a thought I had as well. As Pen- does Penix reunite with Grubb? But. All right, fellas, my last and final one, which is my best one, for better or for worse, best appetizer or best dessert? <laughs> All right. Go ahead, Torres. Uh, to me, this is easy. Is it? Um, it's easier than Mahomes versus Brady. I'm an appetizer guy all day. Give me some fried calamari. Maybe some mozzarella sticks at Applebee's, the awesome blossom, whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, dessert, I could take or leave, but I, I'm, a, I'm a big app guy. Okay. No Damn. one has ever uttered the words, did you save room for an appetizer? <laughs> It's never happened. Because it's why appet- those appetizers. Oh, yeah. the first thing when you are hungry and you go to a spot and and you get an appetizer, uh, it, there is nothing better. Appetizers to me, way better than desserts. You are also always seeing the appetizer menu. Dessert menu. Sometimes you have to bring a special one. And you don't even care about it, or they're like, it's in the drinks. It's on page eight of the drinks menu. And then you have to go and look at their four options. About, apps are so much better than this. How about this? Sometimes the apps just become the meal. Yeah. You've never sat at a restaurant and ice cream cake become or ice cream and cake becomes the whole meal. That's never happened. Yeah, I agree with both of you fellas. Appetizers I, all day. I think I'll have the cheesecake with a side <laughs> of fries. And um, yeah, that doesn't happen. But I've known many a times to go, I'll have the chicken tenders with uh, fries and broccoli. <laughs> Mix a couple sides. Yeah. With the uh, with the tendies, yeah, yeah. absolutely. My, my volleyball coach in high school would have dessert first because he was like, I never have space for it. So he would eat dessert and then take food home. 
And I was like, interesting. No, give me the appetizers. Oh, how about that exchange? Did you save room for dessert? Oh, no. Sorry. I already had so much. Oh, it was all so good. We we didn't plan ahead because we're idiots. No, that's never the case. All right, and that's game time. That's game, huh? Game time. Have you ever saved room for dessert? Have you done that and said... I have. I've said, okay, you know what? I'll have this as leftovers tomorrow, but I did see a dessert that I like that I want to try. It has happened before. Very irregularly, but every so often, yes. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Byer. Coming up next on the Doug Gottlieb Show, college football's new world. Traveling for college hoops this year? Pro tip, stay at graduate hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball just like us. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni, nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30 plus hotels in the best college towns and get this, you can save up to 30% off with code Doug. That's my name, Doug. Good at any graduate hotel location, anytime up to 30% off. So, here's what you do. Book your stays at graduatehotels.com. That's graduatehotels.com. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Billy Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. 